think we got Howard back on the line there. Sorry about that, Howard. We disconnected, but it's great to have you here. And, and just, man, what are you thinking with everything that's gone down here in the last day or two? Uh, uh, first, Brett, thanks for uh, having me on and share some of my thoughts. Absolutely. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, craziness, right? Yes. Um, you know, a- after the game, I I think, um, you know, it was, what's funny is that Saturday after Bayham's speech for retiring the jerseys, my wife said, he's retiring. He's crying. He's going to retire. Wow. She and called I didn't it. really, you know, yeah. And, um, you know, I'm wanting him to continue to coach because, you know, when it, the era ends, right, there's just some emptiness there. Mm. Um, and then leading after the game and uh, uh, listen to all the, the analysts, commentators, and what have you, pretty much put a, seemed to put a lot of pressure on the university to come up with a response um, after the press conference. Um, I've heard it way so much. And, um, you know, I think the university probably dropped the ball. They didn't, wasn't sure what to do, thought they were getting ahead of things and uh, should have waited a day. You know, they always tell you to wait a day yes, and let do. things settle down. Yes, they do. Uh, before making a decision or making an announcement and so forth. But, you know, this this probably was in the works since early November or sometimes around there. So you don't just come up with this stuff in, in an hour. Um, Howard, next uh, time your wife comes up with big news like that, can she just text me so I can I – can, <laughs> that, that would have been good. That would have been good. But it's funny because Jim said that yesterday too. Like, you guys didn't pick up on this. He's, he said a couple right. people did. But, man, that, that's that's intriguing that your wife – said okay and then he said some things in the press conference too and you're like man this could be we don't know uh and, and mm-hmm. just being there and a part of that and seeing that celebration and now see it turn into where we're at now we're like you said maybe the university dropped the ball here but one way or the other uh we're moving right. on here right so it's it's a, it's a transition it's a process right yeah definitely you know it's, it's yeah i don't want to put it like a death in a family but you know there's some mourning right uh mm. the expectation that coach was there for 50 years and now he's he's not right um you know we all retire we may retire in 30 years and so forth but that when you get over 40 you're just part of the institution mm. and it, it makes it so tough when when there's a when there's a, a you know when you lose someone at that point and uh you know i think we're all feeling i know from former players myself and and so forth, that we're filling, filling the loss because it came to an end, right? All we knew was Beheim and c- coaching Syracuse. That's all I know. Um, and then it's not there anymore. So now we're, you know, it take a few days to mourn from that standpoint. And, and we know that he had a, a great career, a fabulous Hall of Fame career. And now that, uh, you know, in, a, in some time here, in a short time here, then we're all going to get behind uh, – uh, Altry, and uh, wish him the best, and and continue going forward. Uh, you know, he's still got you know J- Jerry and Griff there. Um, hopefully, maybe we can get a, a another big man, uh, you know, center coach or mm. something uh, to to even it all out. So it's all good. Howard, so, uh, was... I, you know, the coach went out the way he wanted to. So um, you know, he's a complicated man. So <laughs> say the least, right? <laughs> uh, was it was it important to you? that a former player took over for Jim Beheim? Um, I would like to have seen it, right? Keep it in the family. Yeah. Know, you know, when, when uh, you know someone, a familiar uh, a person, and, 
and, and thoughts and so forth to carry on tradition. I think you have to, um, you know, embrace that and uh, and wish him well. Howard, what is a lesson that Jim Beheim taught you when you were a player here that to this day maybe you still apply in everyday life? Oh, yeah, definitely. Most of this stuff has nothing to do with basketball, really. It's about you know, treating fairly, treating people fairly, uh, but not the same uh, because everyone's a little bit different and you have to approach them and, and, and so forth. He told that. I remember that speech the first day that I uh, was in Syracuse uh, as a at a team meeting, and I've always taken that throughout my career, um, you know, professional career and so forth, that um, those words. So, Howard Trish, it is great to hear your voice. It is great to hear your perspective. Thank you for sharing uh, with us today, and uh, can't wait to catch up down the road, but uh, thank you for making a little time for us today, my friend. All right. Thanks, Brett. Appreciate Good it, show. sir. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate that. Howard Trish, ladies and gentlemen, from the Played at Syracuse from 1983 to 1987, and think of seeing the, the rise there of the Big East and playing with Pearl Washington. We certainly talked to him about that before. And peaking with that 87 Final Four team, Jim Beheim's first Final Four. Remember, 1975 was Roy Danforth.